0: Morning, it's Friday. For anyone in DC, I hope you're surviving this rain. I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but it's pretty intense. This is part two of a two-part episode which started last week, so I encourage everyone to listen to last week's episode. It's with Adam, Nadia, and me. The start of this episode is a continuation of our discussion on the process of art making, and then we get into talking about dating apps, and then we talk about our Arabic learning. So enjoy. Thanks all for listening.
1: Art is about input as well as Output and if you think about any artist you admire, you're not just like seeing the products of them sitting down or standing up or whatever and working really hard on this piece. You're seeing their life and their influences and what they cared about as Mm -hmm. it came out through their work. Part of that is yeah, that's that's, I think think that was the part.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was the part of your blog post that like spoke to me because like this is such a thing, you guys. I was like abroad, I was traveling uh, over like Christmas. Just not being like working all the fucking time, I like started having different types of thoughts where I was just like I was spending so much time just like mm-hmm. chilling with my parents watching Netflix or like being outside or going to brunch or like just checking memes all day, like just being a calm person, mm-hmm. but doing that like I suddenly was like thinking thoughts that I like don't when I'm in New York and like have my four jobs and my three freelance gigs and I'm just like constantly working and these thoughts like have been the emphasis for like some of the most exciting like artistic practices and things that I care about
0: yeah. and I'm like
2: constantly trying to remind myself that like that is a part of work like not working is a part of like work but again like you yeah. should not like oh that sounds so terrible to be yeah. like I'm gonna not work just so I can work better like that's still not great.
1: Yeah, maybe that's like the intermediate step to like be okay with not working just for ourselves. Yeah,
0: it's a baby step here. That's you like accepting the value of not actively working. That is a baby step towards not doing things.
1: We want to talk about dating apps. Sure. Oh my
2: god. I <laughs> can, can we I, okay, can I say something really terrible while you were saying this just this moment, I was mm. on hinge, like while we're speaking. <laughs> And I'm just like I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like we literally had this conversation yesterday and but I still like don't know how to like to not like be wean on yourself. because <laughs> I'm like my hands are empty my fingers are just like not doing anything.
1: <laughs> Wait, let's like take two steps back and like y'all explain the perspective that you were talking about yesterday. Sure,
0: Adam, yeah. you brought you brought it up yesterday and it really validated how I've been feeling for the past several days. Um, do yeah, do you want to like about what? It. Yeah, can you summarize, yeah, like, what you I guess, said like,
2: yesterday? Totally. Um, so, like, what it is is that, like, I was on a dating app. Uh, well, no. I Let me start at the beginning. So I was supposed to go on this date with this boy yesterday. I, w- I was very, like, telling myself that I should be excited, so I dressed up in the morning and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then around 2 p.m., this boy texts me, and he, like, had a – and he's been texting me all weekend about how fucking excited he is, and so I know this is not, like, a – brain check where he doesn't actually want to hang out but he texts me because his boss like needs him to do something and so he can't go out anymore and I felt this like sudden intense feeling of liberation where I was just like oh my god do you mean I can just fucking go home and like have a glass of wine and watch some Netflix and read a play like Mm -hmm. that is so much better than going to a restaurant and spending money to like hang out with a stranger that I don't care about and it like just made me like put into perspective this fact that I'm actually like I'm very lucky to live like in a city I love, doing work that I really value and care about for like the vast majority of my time. It's very rare that I'm doing things that like don't have some meaning to me. I have like really, really exceptionally wonderful friends. Uh, like all my like goals that I've set up for myself, I'm like working on very successfully, and I'm like very happy to be around all these people. And I just don't feel, I don't have that need for intimacy at this moment. And I like acknowledge that if people do, then like that's great. But in this current moment in my life, I don't feel like I need that. But I feel like being, like, somebody who is young and thriving and blah, blah, blah. Like, people are, like, it's almost an expectation societally that, like, you're supposed to be seeking that out. You're supposed to be seeking out a significant other. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we were just talking about the fact that, like, being on dating apps and going on first dates that all end up, like, being really boring because they're not your tribe ends up being, like, feeling like a chore and how terrible that is and how we're, like... Trying to like de um pro- like deconstruct like reprogram our brains so that we don't always like get in the impulse of like being on apps or like dating people just because that's what society tells you you should be doing. And right. instead, like honor like spending time with people we care about, like friends, or spending mm-hmm. time alone because that's also important, or like doing things you care about, like whether that's like cooking or making charcuterie boards.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm feeling that way as well. I was having these thoughts of, okay, why dating seen as a thing that you seek out so actively versus like other things um, that just kind of happen? Like as we live our lives, we happen to meet people who become our friends. um, And it's not as common to go on, for example, to go on an app and seek out people who will become your friends and so although there are people who do that no there are definitely people who do that (laughs) i I think no people do like meetups and stuff like there's meetup and etc and i think that's great that that's a tool out there if if on
1: on tinder and wax there's definitely people who are looking for friends just for like friends
0: yeah yeah and that's awesome like especially if you're in a new place and you just you want to know people and i get it but for me, like I already have enough trouble with social, like being in social settings, it's already stressful enough for me that I'm like, I don't want to seek out these additional scenarios where I'm forcing myself to meet up with a stranger. It's just, it's it doesn't work well with my personality. And I realize like thinking about dating apps causes me more stress than anything. Like it doesn't give me any really positive i don't know i don't i don't have positive feelings attached to them so why force myself into this world that it truly doesn't make sense for me but like you said adam it's just it's constantly this discussion around you and People are, you know, there's this expectation of like, okay, this is a void that you need to be actively trying to fill at all times if you're not in a relationship or you don't have that significant other in your life. And right. yeah, for me, it just doesn't make sense. And, I, and that's fine. Like, I just have to remind myself it's totally fine and that's just not a model that's going to work for me i definitely respect if that's something people benefit from i think it's great that it's a tool that is available but it's not for everyone at all times okay here's
1: here's where i'm at i like totally i have long identified with a lot of the things y'all are saying um i've often had issues like getting interested or focused on updates like I always say, like, meeting people is my least favorite part of knowing them. I'd rather hang out with people I already have a connection with. I'm usually much... I've, I've, like, struggled to form, like, strong romantic connections with people I met in, like, dating scenarios that I didn't know previously. And I've also, like, the relationships I did start on app, there's often, like, the issue of I was just more interested in my work or my friends than in that person. Well also knowing that like I met an objectively really cool human and it, it wasn't that it was a person I couldn't be into it's just that that format wasn't working out for me great but given all that I'm still trying to get into apps now and here's why
2: I'm oh god, networking
1: yes mostly for net na- mostly to expand my professional network I'm on this dating yeah. app called LinkedIn. People, the uh, uh-huh. everyone there says I'm great at Microsoft Word and Microsoft Word and fingering. Um, <laughs> oh
2: wow, my god! That's amazing. Um,
1: no, no, actually, actually for real. Actually, the app I'm on right now is called Lex. It's like a text-based app that's based on old-school personal ads. So instead of like seeing someone's picture profile first up, you'll see like them write a little description of, like, who they are, what they're looking for, blah, 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 which is, like, kind of a fun, more personality-based first impression, but what I don't—my critique of that app is, like, I wish there was just, like, a second-layer traditional profile, just so, like, you see who is this person that you're about to go on a date with.
2: Um, Wait, no, it's not about— You saw this one. I
1: I did it at your Thanksgiving.
2: Oh! Oh, but this is only for women, right?
1: It's for non-cisgender men.
2: Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Right. Okay, that makes um, sense. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, I feel like that, I feel like cis gay men- Yeah, it's specifically not- And obviously, like, this is a generalization, obviously. Yeah. But, like, I feel mm-hmm. like cis gay men as the demographic are less likely to be into that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, it's made for the, the like, the, the idea is you can't just, like, change the genders on Grinder and make it a lesbian app. Like, you, you need to cater to what that community is actually looking for.
2: Anyway. Oh my god, is that a fake?
1: What? No, it's like you can't, like, you couldn't make an app just by copying the format of Grinder and, like, changing who uses it.
2: It's, right, 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 you know. right, right.
1: I like a lot of things about the app, have some critiques. That's not really my point. My point is that I'm trying to go on dates without putting a lot of pressure on it right now. I, I don't... Right. Usually when things come up naturally for me, they're, like, very serious and intense and, like, Sometimes I hesitate to even like go in that direction because it's so serious and so intense and it, it will ruin the friendship and it's love and are we going to get married and blah, 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 like even in my head before anything happens. And right. I just want to have some experiences where it's not about that. I've also been trying to separate out like what I'm actually not interested in versus what I'm anxious about. I also love it when people cancel. <laughs> I'll tell a story about that in a second, but um, I, I'm kind of struggling between how much of that is like, I'm uninterested in going on a date with this new person versus just like, I have intense social anxiety about meeting new people ever and doing new things ever. And I might actually enjoy it once I get past that. I think I'm just trying to test out the waters in this new pond, the new pond being back, I'm on the new app. That makes sense. And just like sift out those feelings for myself. I also specifically wanted to try Dating in a place that I was only temporarily in which for me last week happened to be Chapel Hill, North Carolina Which like doesn't have the highest number of Lex users ever Um, But it had some I was like honestly because it's a college town was struggling to find people over the age of like 23 But there were a few of them for for context. I was there for a residency with a dance company So I was just like on campus for a week, but like I, I wanted to just do something where there was no chance of it being serious and I wouldn't put that pressure on myself and I wouldn't have to like be constantly trying to figure out it's going to lead to or should this lead to something or like am I going to marry this person and be miserable and need a divorce like I just I don't know I feel like I haven't had that many casual experiences in my life and I'm just trying to like see what that's like but that none of that happened in um, in Chapel Hill cuz I thought someone ghosted me, but I actually ghosted her on accident. Oh
2: my God. I was
1: like, we like planned a date for Wednesday night and like Wednesday afternoon, I was like, hey, we still on because she hadn't messaged me in like a day or two and I hadn't gotten anything by like 6 p.m. So it was just like, Huh, eh, guess she ghosted. Well, I tried. Now I get to like go to the gym and then drink tea and eat chocolate and talk to my roommate. That sounds fun. And I was, like, really excited about that. And then the next day, I realized she, like, texted me at, like, 6, or she messaged me on the app at, like, 6.30, so I was actually the ghost, and I felt kind of bad about that. Oh, Oh,
2: that's unfortunate. I really hope she didn't feel bad. Yeah, I feel, like,
1: slightly guilty, but not
2: upset. I, like, like, had a
1: really great night of not going on a date, but I feel like I was being all resentful, and then it turned out I was the ghost, so I feel a little bit bad about that.
2: Wait, what's the thing I was going to, I think the other thing that I have, like, this is a thing that I keep saying I can't date till I resolve, but like, it's not like I'm fucking resolving it anytime soon, and I don't know how to resolve it, so here we are. But I feel like, you guys know this, based on like all the screenshots I send you in every group chat, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I have so much, like, I base so much of my fucking self-esteem. Not about who I am as a person, because I have like a significant amount of confidence versus also known as an overconfidence and who I am like why like my personality or like professionally but I base like so fucking much of my self-esteem like in terms of how I look based on like random fucking dumb silly interactions that happen on the internet where later I'm just like obviously this is not about me like when I my anal- my when, like my analytical brain is like working I'm just like this person clearly just had a thing or like their boss calls yeah. or whatever. But like in the moment, whenever anything doesn't happen, whenever anything happens, I'm like, oh my God, I must look like, great. And then whenever that doesn't happen, then I like can spend a week feeling like I suck. Like the micro scale of that is like, even in like individual hookups that happen through throughout. But then like, I know that like, even in a couple of times where I was like in a very serious relationship in my life. So many things that in retrospect were so clearly not about me, I made about myself because of like my own self esteem issues. And so I feel like until I resolve that, until I like resolve, like until I resolve the notion that like, everything is about me and the, like, I need to, const- I don't know, this is turning into a therapy session. You're free to not include this thing. Not not that I, it's not even that I'm self-centered. I don't think that's necessarily the issue. I think the-, the You don't need your validation that, like, from-
1: people Yeah, I know, who, who I, who I need my validation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I also like I'm constantly like unable to understand that like, like I sometimes will just be like, I'm working on this grant or whatever. So like, I get a text from a cute guy on a random app and I'm just like, not right now. But like, I'm so unable to understand that that could not happen the other way around. Like my brain knows that but like, another shitty part part of my brain is still like, you're ugly. (laughs) Or, like, you don't deserve to be loved by this person because he's better than you. Even though, like, that's probably not true.
1: I do that, too. But I think, for me, it's, like, less attached to my um, appearance-related insecurities and is more attached to my, like, like social or, like, do I have game kind of confidence. Yeah, yeah you know? for me, it's, like, like or am like I personality. interesting enough? Yeah, like
0: <laughs> Or am I just a boring bitch? Right. <laughs> I
1: get on apps and, like, I'm, I'm really insecure about my personality
2: (laughs) yeah i yeah i for me it's always like about how i look
1: i mean i think i think that's also reflective of like the different dating pools we're in yeah
0: Um,
1: yeah like i i do have a lot of appearance related insecurities but dating doesn't
2: bring out those the most for me yeah and
0: like specifically lex is it's not about that
2: yeah that's why when you mentioned that i was like oh my god it would be so amazing to be in a space where it's not about how i look but i feel like that wouldn't exist for gay men
1: i know you could try to start it yeah
2: mood wait do we have anything else on our list arabic
0: Uh, yeah we were going to talk about like all three of our arabic progress especially yours adam how is your how is your arabic going i'm happy
2: i'm happy to report that i can still speak arabic Oh
0: wow can you you write can you read and write as well
1: can you translate for the saudi government
0: (laughs)
2: Oh, my God, can we not? (laughs) Actually, no, you totally can. I have this, like, fucking shitty... I don't know if this should be on the internet. I don't know. I really hope they don't fire me. Because I'm technically not on contract with them right now, but whatever. I have this contract from, like, some historical society within the Saudi government where, like, I translate a bunch of museum plaques for them. And it's just, like, holy fuck. It is the most, like, misogynistic... The most, like, fascist, the most, like, <laughs> worst interpretation of history possible that I, like, have to translate. And I'm always, like, sending you guys random excerpts of, like, can you believe that's how they interpreted that event? Can you oh believe God, that's, that's how they wrote bad. that? And yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, do you want me to keep that in? Yeah, go so hilarious. I think
2: we should. I think it is should. really fun. That's I, what I, I, I translated. With this, family, I was with this family. And so And obviously I if, to testify, like, giving the four of their daughters. but I'm just like, oh, amazing. Great. If,
0: if any of the people who hired you for this are listening to this episode, they obviously need it.
2: So <laughs> no. let's
0: keep it in.
2: If you would like to fund the I mean, podcast. Yeah, if you would like <laughs> to fund it this yeah here's the thing like i want to find the dynamics of this the company that i work for is based in a european country that will remain unnamed
1: well i'm glad the saudi i mean i don't know if i'm glad about anything about the saudi government but if, if
2: something <laughs> I'm, I'm glad i'm glad they're
1: um funding the careers of queer artists against <laughs> yeah
2: <countries. laughs> i mean i don't yeah. know how aware they we are But <can>. yeah. <laughs>
0: Just because they're not aware. I mean, the result is still... They are funny. Yeah, I and love it. And, and
2: my title... <laughs> my title in the institution is strategy development manager. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, What am I strategizing? What are you
0: strategizing? What are you managing?
2: I am basically like <laughs> something really misogynistic shit. And I'm like, I'm going to translate that in a way that sounds a little more clear. That some person <laughs> yeah. can have an interpretation yeah. of her... That is like enjoyable. I'm just gonna make these pronouns ambiguous enough that it could be interpreted as a queer. Right on. <laughs> I like it. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I love what you've been able to do
2: know, in a very, so in a very like and ever subtle
0: notices. way. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. in
1: the um like point three inch margin,
2: you found all <laughs> the freedom. You could. Anyway, how are your Arabic?
1: Um. Yeah. Should I like? back like give background i i feel like i've talked about my level of arabic skill on here but it, yeah it,
0: so good y'all haven't
1: been obsessively thing. following me um i i feel like I, I definitely should be better at arabic than i am because my parents were like always speaking it to me but i would usually respond in english oh so like if you've ever like if you interact with me in real life and you've ever like had a weird conversation with me where like you're talking to me in Arabic and I'm responding in English just like I know that's weird I'm, I'm actually not I'm not doing it on purpose or like trying to tell you to do something it's it's literally just like habitual for me and I'm I, I keep realizing it that it's like not a normal way to interact with humans in real life um, but anyway so yeah I'm kind of more of an Arabic listener than speaker but once I'm like in an environment where I have where I just have to do it it slips back but also I've been frustrated by the extent to which um, internalized racism really dampened my Arabic skills because it, it wasn't like one of those households where it's like my parents didn't want to teach me Arabic or something. It's like they wanted to. It, it really was like my own agency and I could see that by like how much better my sister is than me. So that's like the spoken side of things. Um, writing wise I, I, I wasn't starting with a lot. Like I was in I briefly went to Arabic writing school at the Triangle Lebanese Association Center in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like briefly learning some stuff, but quit when I was like seven. Again, like part of that was just like, I'm seven and don't want to go to things. And part of it was like, it was, it was 2001. There, there was like, there was probably some, there's some xenophobic influences on what I was doing already totally. at the time. But given that I, like, writing was not a thing that I even remotely do and didn't really expect myself to have any level of skill in it, it's kind of been nice to just have a fresh start without judgment. Because with speaking stuff, I'm like, I don't know, I feel like I'm, I'm always comparing myself to how I think I should be. And or like how I sound in my head which is sometimes a little more advanced than how I sound out of my mouth but writing is just like I'm just learning a new skill as an adult and that can be chill mm-hmm. in terms of methods like I kind of so Duolingo Arabic came out and that kind of just like gave me the kick to like just do that because it's convenient and it's scheduled and I can make a minimal commitment and stick to it and it kind of did its job of just kind of getting me a with the basic stuff i kind of exhausted what it had like after a few months did you get um, all
0: the badges from there,
1: I, I have a lot of badges i have some gems um, oh, I yeah, you do. Have, um hearts and fuck yeah other things yeah um oh wait just like side note there, there's there's a decent amount of queer ish statements on duolingo arabic so if that motivates you to check it out, check it out. Ooh, nice. There's some femme relationships going on there. Wait, sorry, can you hear that again? Yeah, um, like, there's just, like, statements, like, like, Reem and Carrie are wives, just kind of, like, tucked in there, and you're like, okay, cool. Or, like, oh, Bob oh. has a skirt. And you're just like, oh, yeah, right on, Bob. Oh, cool. Um,
0: I haven't reached yeah. that, the queer level. That's hilarious. <laughs> Too but also,
1: there's statements, like, <laughs> my computer is in my lion, so I don't know what they're really going <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, it was like my my television is is inside my lion. Yeah, well I don't know, but, but you
2: know you get what you pay but for. But hey, thank you. Um, to,
0: yeah, you get what you pay for, which is zero dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't know that you were even like I didn't know that you have Arabic comprehension in the sense that like if somebody's speaking Arabic in front of you that you can understand. I didn't know you knew that.
1: Um yeah, but it's also like. It's, it's pretty dialect-based. So, right, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So <sighs> if you're talking, I might, I might start losing you. So
0: how's your yeah. writing? But you've started to, like, work on the writing element specifically?
1: Yeah, so, like, once I was kind of like, this Duolingo thing has kind of up, I just started looking on like online resources and then I recently just like got a little workbook that's like your first hundred words in Arabic and it's been going great not in the sense of like I'm really great at it but like in the sense of I'm really Glad I'm doing it. First of all, I like built it up in my head that writing would be like so insurmountably hard which it's not like I like I should have just done this earlier. It's it's like I, I, I had this idea that I I'd have to be doing so much to be making any form of progress, and actually, I know what that comes from. That comes from in college, in fr- like freshman year, a lot of the people who want to take Arabic are people who want to be in the CIA. Yeah. Um. Thankfully, the complexities of Arabic grammar makes those people drop out pretty quickly. So I'm thankful to the complexities of Arabic grammar for tearing. We knew um, that. Teen-year-old. <laughs> <with laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, like I was like, oh, if they can't do it, then I can't do it, which is I don't know why I thought that. But I just had this idea that was like super duper really hard. Yeah, like it is. It's I'm not saying I've done it all now, but it's like wow, I have made considerable progress by like putting in a little bit of time every day. It's reasonable. I also feel like Arabic is so
2: different if you're learning it to like be in politics or diplomacy versus like if you're learning it for cultural reasons because it's just like. I know that these, like, 101 college classes teach you, like, all the words to, like, work in the UN, but they don't teach you, like, how to say the word chicken in Arabic, which is so fucking dumb.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, right. I would, that would that wouldn't surprise me. I never took Arabic in college. It was also, like, it was, like, a five-day-a-week class that conflicted with a lot of dance technique classes, and I just, it just also wasn't really where I was at at the time. So I can, like, regret it and all, but it, that just wasn't going to happen then. But I could do it now. And also, like, right. I realized you can just, like, you can just learn things as an adult. Yeah. Going back to, like, not having to be good at everything and not having, and, like, having hobbies be okay. It's, like, I'm doing this thing not at my, like, full throttle effort, but I'm doing it casually and enjoying the benefits of it. And um,
0: it's refreshing.
1: feeling really connected and gratified in a certain way. And, yeah, yeah it's great. I don't have to be good at everything and i don't have yeah. to be good at this thing that i've been like shaming myself or like having family shame me for not being very good at you know
2: yeah
0: it's liberating to come to that realization. i can just like it's not get all better at it in yeah 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 that's so
2: amazing it... i'm so intimidated by languages i could never do it uh, you should get on duolingo get
0: on duolingo work on your arabic adam
2: no i just feel like people like i speak to languages like obviously fluently, but that's because I like grew, grew up in the age of like three or four speaking them. But I've never like gone through the experience of like actively being conscientious about learning a new language as an adult. And I feel like I was fucking stuck at it.
1: Yeah, I thought that too. I think honestly, like one thing that um, like made me change my perspective was hearing people who are immigrants who are like, yeah, I started learning English four years ago. And I'm like, wait a second. Four years is not that long. In four years, if I was like really trying, I could, I could get somewhere, in another language.
2: Mm, you know? Yeah. That makes so much sense. It's like yeah.
1: people, people do it, and because they have to. And I could also do it because I want to.
0: And it is nice to realize, like, it's not all or nothing. Like, okay, I can put in twenty minutes a day on this thing, and there will be progress. It doesn't have to be hours it's, and hours. A exactly.
1: Day. I feel like all or nothing perspectives just like are give people or gives me so much of an excuse to do nothing no actually doing something is better
0: it's just like any working any muscle it's like okay i if i can't go to the gym for an hour should i just not go or should i go for like 15 minutes if i have time it's just like any other like That can apply to anything.
2: Speaking of which, I just signed up for the gym today. Yay!
0: I've been using Ah, my office gym, and it's great that it's there, but it's also weird seeing your coworkers in different contexts.
1: Like that. That's like seeing your professors at the gym. It is. Like
0: like I saw this supervisor just like next to me. It's like, this is different. But... It's
2: good that it's a resource. Yeah. You oh my God, Lovely and I, his advisor in college, is like this 50s, like he's in his mid-50s. This is early to mid-50s. Yeah. And we, we used to do cycle with him. And holy, and he's like, I want to give context. He's not like somebody that you look at and think like, oh my God, this person is like a CrossFit-like monster. But like, he like he's like a very average looking man in his early 50s. But then we would get on the cycle, on the bikes, and holy fucking shit, he would be the fastest person in the class of, like, 20 Gosh. undergrads. And he would, like, he would be running faster, making more miles, burning more calories than, like, the rest of the class put together, and we would just be, like, very confused.
1: Damn. Yo, that's the thing, though. Like, fit, like functional fitness and aesthetics are so different.
2: That's real. That I'm real. so blessed to have neither. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm okay. oh, Adam. <laughs> uh, oh yeah do you
1: want to talk about your arabic status
0: well okay can i just complain that i broke my 10 day streak on duolingo oh, so, so that was sorry. really upsetting yeah i, re- I realized at 8 a.m that i had forgotten to do it yesterday so my 10 day streak is now a zero day streak well no it's a one day streak because i did it today it is going well um i am more consistent with duolingo than i was the past few months so i'm going to keep it up and it's it is definitely helpful um i am the opposite like the exact opposite of nadia in like the order of arabic learning that i've experienced so i started out um with a formal class it was like two months, we focused on writing, reading. So I feel like I can phonetically read and write, um, but that's kind of useless for me right now because I don't understand what I can read. And so I'm trying to work on like pronunciation. Remember when we were briefly
1: Arabic practice partners? <laughs> we couldn't yeah. talk to
0: each other at all. So Yeah, so <laughs> Nadia and I signed up for this uh, yellow Punk run arabic conversation partner thing and we got an email being like hey nadia and alia meet each other and we already knew each other so that was really it was was,
2: was,
0: okay part of me was super relieved like oh my god this is someone i already know so it won't no, no, no. I was like
1: excited like, I was, I was excited. Excited. I mean, like, you're
0: never gonna actually
2: do it
1: no no we did it. like did no, we actually did it. we act- just, we can't talk to each other because I'd it. like start doing like um like lebanese conversational and it's just like I would just stare like blank people blank and I'm like what and she's like
0: yeah <laughs> um and but it was it was a fun excuse to like hang out with Nadia every week we I just didn't like the Arabic element wasn't happening
1: um or like we like look up or we would like look up words and I'm like what are these words they're, they're, they're not the words I know
0: yeah yeah like we would look up I don't know the word for purple and Nadia was like oh my god that's not at all what I know because no. we were because like Google Translate's not going to tell you like the Lebanese dialect so it was just it was no. it was funny oh uh, we, I think there are certain
2: thesauruses, though, that like take dialects into account.
0: I mean, we could there have are. we sh- could have gone more in depth that way, um, but it ended up just being an excuse to like get on Skype every week for, for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, that's what it ended up yeah. being, um, yeah. and it, that was fun. And like, it also I like it did motivate me to do other like learn in other ways like go on duolingo and stuff so just just having right. that I,
1: I think i think me yeah. signing up for that was saying that like i'm committing to doing something and we have like committed to doing something and we have like been yeah. partners and keeping each other accountable like we're duolingo friends and we're discussing yeah. our progress now so even though it hasn't taken that format i think exactly the intention of our product project is
0: yeah like mm-hmm. as we are yeah. talking right now i'm going to go on to duolingo and look at my duolingo friends and i'm going to look at nadia's nadia you have a zero day streak what is going on that's because I'm, I'm doing I'm, no I'm i know work
2: right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: but that's just an example where like i could have in the past looked at nadia's profile and be like hey yo why you at zero days? And it's it is no. helpful to have someone to help Shibana. you. Yeah, like keep you accountable. <laughs> so, um, oh my God, this episode is like an hour and forty-five minutes. This is. A- I was about
2: to say oh I'm getting. Yeah, I think this might be two
1: episodes. I think we might have I, made two episodes. Hey, y'all, so, thank, you're welcome. If you're, you're welcome are, for
0: thank you, our extensive content production, you're amazing. Actually, I think this will be in two parts. <laughs> we're like, this is the longest episode we've ever
2: had. Like, oh my god, we're ridiculous.
0: I mean, this is basically our group stuff. chat. This is like our group chat coming to podcast format right now. Yeah. Of it anyway, <laughs> but you all are getting to hear it. Our our daily conversation.
2: Oh, do people... Are people aware how frequently... Like, how intense our chat is? Should we explain that? Yeah, I mean... No, we'll scare them away.
0: Well, okay. (laughs) they'll be like, who are these three? Like, the three of us talk every day. I'll just leave it at that. Like, you can...
2: That's not... Hold up, no. That is not an accurate depiction of what's going on. We talk every hour, every day.
0: (laughs) It's true. We... I, I promise we have other things going on in our lives, but somehow we manage to talk all day, every day. Um, so like you Sometimes
2: were... I'll go into one meeting, I'll come out, and it'll be like 150 plus messages, <laughs> yeah. and I'll just be like, what the fuck did I, you do? I don't know
0: the level
1: of importance, because it might be like, oh my God, something terrible happened to my family, and or like <laughs> I went through a breakup, or it might be like, So, do we all think that cereal is a soup? Let's discuss.
2: (laughs) This is always Nadia's Nadia's example. That's not even close to the most (laughs) absurd thing we've talked about. True. Like we had a whole conversation where, wait, what was it? Where we talked about the sexualities of different vegetables? Was that what that was? Different like salads, salads in
0: particular, and bread. Yeah, like different forms of bread. So there was like croutons are. I just but, remember that like, sure. Fatouche is know. bisexual. Yeah, Fatouche is bisexual. I still stand by that. Yeah. That makes and sense. I remember, and oh I my god, we why. had so many
2: thoughts. I remember, yeah. like, I remember, like, what was it? What was it? I remember, like, Caesar salad was asexual, and if it had chicken on it, then it was straight. It was, like, a whole thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I swear we
1: have lives, and um, we are... Um, contributing members of
2: society
0: we really are and somehow I don't know how we manage to talk to each other this often but we still do but we actually do it's a do problem things.
2: but it's also amazing
0: <laughs> it's a good problem um, Yeah. I mean the fact that this episode has to be two volumes kind of represents that reality
2: lol anyway but yeah. I'm actually getting sleepy yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm,
0: it's past 10 yeah. oh boy is this an
2: episode like I'm so worried we're gonna post this <laughs> Or, like, you're going to post this, and people are going to be like, why the fuck do these bitches think we care what they (laughs) are, like, randomly chatting about in their lives? I mean, it's a podcast.
0: It's a podcast. That's what it is. I mean, that's what a podcast generally is. And also, we've never had an episode with the three of us, so I think it was time.
1: That is true. I think we're fun people, and I hope that I mean, we are.
0: I hope our we're fun all very comes across. Yeah,
1: they can totally see that on the podcast. Right. Are yeah, we are a good faces
2: <laughs> we
0: have no, I right. I know, podcast
2: for modeling? Can you see through the podcast? So
1: wrap it up. Let's wrap
0: it yeah, up. Yeah, um. we really need to. Okay. Um, so thank you all very much for listening. Thank you so much, Nadia and Adam, for two episodes.
2: Yeah. How can people
0: mm-hmm. find I'm you?
2: I'm very easily stalkable if you ask. Government. Well, I'm joking. It's um, really. I don't even care at this point. Uh, but um, you can find me on, I don't know, on my website, Facebook, Instagram. I'm very like, everything is connected. Like, if you find any of these things, which you can do if you Google my name, then there are going to be links to all these. Like I said, very easily stockable.
0: Okay. So, and what what is that? <laughs> you can put them in
2: your the show notes as well.
0: Um,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm also probably stockable but um my insta handle is nadia in her own world and my website is nadia also um if you have any thoughts about the project i mentioned earlier about contemporary dance of the mina if you are involved in that or just want to chat hit me up
0: and you can find us at the queer arabs on instagram twitter and facebook and thequeerarabs.com and you can reach out to us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com and if you have any Questions about the Arabic side of the podcast, um hit up Ahmed, the queer Arabs in Arabic at gmail.com and rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called right now. Please do it.
2: Bye.